Thank you all so much for listening to 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Theodore Friedman with a special interview. If you grew up with Minecraft in the mid-2010s, you may recognize The Elementor Chronicles, a series of Minecraft novels that take place in the titular Minecraft world. If you are following popular music, you may also recognize Diamond Axe Studios Music, a YouTube channel where music across the decades gets discussed and reviewed. I am joined by the man behind both these projects, Sean Fay Wolf. Thanks for coming on, Sean. Uh, no problem. Happy to be here. Awesome. Let's start from the beginning. What compelled you to write the Elementor Chronicles? Um, okay, so the Elementor Chronicles um, is an action-adventure trilogy of novels that takes place in Minecraft. And I started writing it uh, nearly a decade ago at this point, which is crazy when I say it out loud, uh, when I was 14 years old. And really, what compelled me to write the Elementor Chronicles was really just kind of Minecraft itself. This was... Back in 2012, Minecraft was had just been officially released. It was kind of entering, you know, what people an era that people look back on with a lot of fond nostalgia these days. And I was kind of swept up in that wave of, you know, that first big wave of Minecraft. I was I'd never played another game like it before that offered such, you know, freeform creativity, and you could basically do whatever you want. Uh, the game itself is really more of an engine than a traditional video game. Like there are gameplay elements within it of course naturally and like there is a, a structure to it uh, you know a kind of traditional point a to point b but really the beauty of minecraft is that it's kind of an engine that you can manipulate and use to kind of have whatever experience you want to and so i was a kid who was basically always jotting down ideas for stories and stuff i was always had like these ideas for narrative short stories and I would like write them down in the backs of my notebooks in school and I'm supposed to be taking notes in class and all that stuff. Um, so I had a lot of ideas for stories but I had never had an idea that was big enough to feel like a full novel and Minecraft was kind of offered me that spark of creativity because it really was so open like Minecraft like I said doesn't have a story built into it so it really is just a world in which you can envision any story you want to. Uh, when you started, um, did you believe that a, a music review channel in the 2017 uh, music sphere would succeed? It's No, I was not expecting it to be something that I was able to make a living off of. Certainly not. I was not anticipating that at all. Because I always thought, like, it was always in the back of my mind that, like, maybe that might happen someday. But, I mean... I always thought, like, you know, it's a one-in-a-million shot of this. I didn't really think it was feasible. But then I kept on putting stuff out there, and then slowly but surely the channel kept growing. And it was a relatively slow process. I've been doing this for five years, and I'm at 12,000 subscribers. But at the same time, I was able to... I feel like the following I got through doing this is very loyal. Just a bunch of really awesome people who genuinely you know, care about the same things I do and are genuinely interested in the, the videos I have to make. And that's something I try to do, is I try my best to encourage a sense of community and a sense of uh, togetherness, because I like that. I, I I mean, I'm just one guy. I My opinions are not worth much at all on their own. I just like, I like talking about them, and I like, you know, discussing those opinions, but, I mean, what's the point of discussions if you don't have anyone to discuss with? I want there to be a community of people who care about this stuff, and there already was a community of people who cared about that stuff that existed beforehand. So I tried to, you know, kind of just become as active a part of that as I could. I became more active on social media. I tried to, um, you know, create content, you know, reply to people in the comments, create content that I thought would get people talking, 
And ultimately, it wound up going very good to eventually the point where I figured that I had a following that was, you know, decent sized enough and loyal enough that I was just like, you know what? Let me just give Patreon a shot. Because I discuss copyrighted music on there and I play clips through it all the time, I can't monetize my videos. YouTube has never paid me a cent, and I seriously doubt they ever will. I've never even bothered to apply to the monetization partner program because what's the point? Every single video I talk about is going to get demonetized because of the copyright materials. And, and you know what? I'm within my right to use that legally and not have to pay them. But you know what? Within the framework of YouTube system, if the price of being able to talk about this stuff is to let them run ads on my videos, then whatever. I can live with that. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. That's why I started my Patreon because I'm just like, look, I'm going to... You know, I'm going to do that. And then people ended up being very enthusiastic about that. And I tried to take apply the same principles to my Patreon that I applied to my channel. I tried to encourage a sense of community, a sense of togetherness. You know, with my grab bag review series, I talk about that's one of my you know more, more popular series. And that's where I talk about stuff that has been submitted by my patrons. I try to really bring it all together and kind of, you know, focus on that. So that's, again... Very long-winded answer, but um, no, that is... I did not go into the YouTube game with the expectations. It was the hope that one day I might be able to make a living off of it. But, uh, you know, I knew that that was kind of a pipe dream, and uh, now that pipe dream is, you know, kind of coming true. So, yeah, happy with that. Yeah, awesome. Now, finally, you have the floor. What would you like to say to the listeners at home? Uh, honestly... If I had to pick something to say to the listeners just, you know, regarding both my books and my YouTube channel, it would be whatever you want to do, like whatever your passion is, I know it's a cliched thing to say like, oh, you can do anything if you believe in it. So I'm going to rephrase it a different way. Here's how I'm going to phrase it. Whatever you want to do, just do it. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait. Don't make excuses of like, oh, I'm going to put it off later. No. If you're looking for an excuse to not start something you want to do, you're always going to find that excuse if you look for it. So you just need to dive head. Excuse me. You just need to dive in like right head first and just do it. And you know what? When you start out, you're probably not going to be great at it. Like if you're trying something new, everybody is rocky, and especially with YouTube channels. It's a it's a big cliche that everybody. Yeah, with writing too. With both writing and YouTube, it's a massive cliche that nobody likes the early stuff they did. You know, I look back at my early videos, I look back at the first book of the Elementary Chronicles. For me personally, as a creative person, all I can see when I look at those are things that I would redo and do better if I were to do them again today. But you know what? They're how you learn. That's how you cut your teeth. And you know, they're going to help you find that audience. And your audience is going to understand it. They're going to want to grow with you. And that's really the thing about it. It's like if my life for the past few years has really kind of been like kind of the most definitive example that I can think of, of just like, you just got to do it. You can't, you know, if you just can't say no to yourself, like I, I'm going to repeat it. If you're looking for an excuse not to start something, you are going to find that excuse. So just go in and do it. <laughs> I'm just repeating that over and over again because it's, really really true it's the truest advice i can have every specific thing you try is going to have different things that you know that you need to do about it but that the principle of just hopping in and doing it and not waiting till tomorrow that's what it is so uh yeah that is the biggest thing that i hope that you uh that i wish you to take away anyone who's listening who wants to start their own creative venture i hope that um that's example because trust me it can happen and it will happen and you can make it happen i believe in you you got this 
Awesome. Thank you for joining me. All right. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun to talk about this stuff. Yeah, no problem. Stay tuned to 88.9 The Bridge to hear some more career spotlights and some more music and conversation that spans generations.